Hey guys, welcome to the You Make the Scene podcast. My name is Josh, and this is bonus episode number 17. On this episode, I have an incredible conversation with Kyle Pastor of the band Archetypes Collide. Um, Definitely want you guys to put them on your radar. We talked about a lot of stuff. They've got their self-titled album getting ready to drop. They've partnered with Fearless Records. They're getting ready to head out on tour with Trivium and Beartooth. Like, the world is on fire for these guys. It's a band that if you start paying attention to now, you're going to see just level up after level up. And you can say you've been there from the early days. Um, Had a great time talking with him. Huge shout out to him for making the time to do it. Um, And yeah, we dive into this new album. Um, I want you guys to, you know, listen to this. The album actually drops the same day as this episode. But I want you to listen to this episode. Go check out the album. um, And let us know what your favorite song on the album is. Uh, We talked about that on the episode. So hearing what Kyle thinks you guys are going to like, and then what he's hoping you'll like. Uh, I'm curious to see how those translate. So for now, though, so that you can get over and check out the album, let's just dive into this. This is my conversation with Kyle Pastor of Archetypes Collide. Um, So to kick things off, I do start with the same boring-ass question every time. Simple introduction, man. Who are you? little background on yourself and kind of why we're having this conversation. Cool. Yeah. So my name is Kyle. Um, I am the vocalist for Archetypes Collide. We do metal, we do rock, uh, we do pop and pretty much everything else in between. Um, We've been playing for a hot minute. We have a new album that's coming out on uh, March 31st. Um, First debut self-titled album with Fearless Records. And uh, life is pretty cool. It's been picking up big time for us. So uh, we're super excited for it. It's it's going to be huge. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think that's the, you know, obviously one of the things that we wanted to talk about is this new album um, and partnering with Fearless Records. Like, yeah, you know, you're of the right age as well. But, you know, when I was growing up seeing the the bands that have come through Fearless Records and now to be able to say that you're a part of that roster, what does that mean for you guys in the state that you're in right now? Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's, uh, I mean, we joke about it all the time. Like this is, we would joke about signing to random records, you know, cause we started playing shows back in 2016. Um, and realistically, like me and my buddy started like playing music and doing stuff, um, kind of in this genre back in like 2014. So, um it was always like a joke oh yeah we'll sign to this label or oh we'll sign to this label or whatever and you know it's all just uh you know having fun and dreaming a little bit and stuff but now we're like oh we're like literally doing doing the thing we joked about you know right. life, life is pretty cool when you're consistent with stuff it, it tends to uh treat you pretty well so yeah. uh it's it's sick i mean just thinking about all the bands that are like on fearless records or you know have gone you know passed through and like been on their label and whatnot i mean it's huge bands you know and currently they've got massive bands right now that are killing it and it's like yeah uh, we understand why i mean the team at fearless is literally insane 
um, from day one, not even like trying to be all, you know, PR with them or anything like that. Like they legit have been 100% in our court, you know, for us the whole time. And so it's been a really cool experience to, uh, cause you know, we were independent before we yeah. didn't really want to, um, keep your circle small. You know, if you got it dialed in, like don't mess it up. Right. You don't want right. to bring, bring some bad, bad people into something good. So, um, uh, when they came on board, it was, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, it's just been, it's been so sick, you know, yeah. and, uh, having their resources and their ability to take our, what we do to the next level has been like game changing for us. So really cool opportunities. I mean, the production and the level of our music is through the roof, you know, way beyond what we could ever do on our own. So, um, yeah, I mean, our team is stacked. I just put it like that. We're kind of a super team right now. It's uh it's a good life. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I, I think that's the, the cool thing, you know, Fearless has always been one of those labels for me, you know, again, I'm 38 years old. So I kind of saw them in their infancy all yeah. the way up till now. And like, I cannot think of a time in my life where they've missed, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they sure everybody has some bands maybe that didn't do as well as they had hoped or whatever. But yeah. like, on the whole, Fearless has been like that prestige level and it's funny because, you know, a lot of people see them as like a second tier label, like, oh, they're not, they're not Sony. They're not, you know, Warner brothers, whatever. Okay. Yeah. But they're doing just as good, if not better. So fuck yeah, it. They're killing it. <laughs> yeah, they really are. And it's, it's cool to see, like, we understand why, you know, like the, yeah. the people that we get to work with, like, you know, we have legitimate people that are, you know, first name basis with all these people that work at fearless, you know, and to be honest, it's not like you know, it's not like this massive, like corporate team or anything like that. Like they've got, you know, not, it's not a small team, but it's like a solid team of people that everyone knows who they are. I know who, you know, I know who our person is, whether it's, you know, shouting out names like Bree or Cody, like we've got people that, you know, they come out all the time. If we got, you know, random shows coming through, they, they come to hang out with us and watch us play. Or, you know, we did a, we did a live stream event um, about a week or so ago and, um, Bree and some other people came out and, you know, they brought some Chipotle with them, which was great. Yeah. Um, which bless, that's all you got to do to win my heart over is just buy me Chipotle. So, yeah. and Fearless did that for us. So, uh, it's, uh, it's a great relationship. They've been yeah. amazing to us. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a good, uh, good vibes all around. They're amazing. For, for sure. And I think the big thing, you know, is, exactly what you just described they are fans of the bands that they yeah. bring in they are not the corporate that. machine that's just like oh we can make money off these guys like obviously yes at the end of the day they want to make money but yeah that's not the driving force to what they do yeah and that's i mean ultimately you know from a label perspective you know if you get like one in five bands that you sign to be like super profitable like it can help pay for the other bands. So it's not like, you know, every band is going to make you money. You're usually as a label, they probably take a loss on most bands because it's, it's an investment. They got to drop a huge amount of cash to do a full album to music videos and all that stuff. Um, but I mean, lately we've just been seeing so much things going well for us. So we just dropped a single called parasite, which I'm yep. sure we'll get into. Maybe I'm segueing for you. So I got you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've been doing a few interviews, right? I got, <laughs> right. I got this down pretty well. Um, but basically like that song started popping off. We hit some really sick playlists on Spotify, which was huge for us. Cause um, 
you know, our numbers metrics have been pretty consistent, Mm -hmm. um, but we haven't had that like break. Right. And 100% like parasite has been outperforming all of our songs, like four times our best tracks, you know, and stuff like that. And fearless is seeing that. And, you know, they're like, yo, this is amazing. And we're all celebrating. And they're like, yes, let's go, 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 go. Let's go for it. Let's get it. And so we feel the the hype of the excitement of this album. And we just know like, yo, like this is going to be huge. It's going to be so big for us. So um, yeah, it's a good feeling. It really is. Especially after all the, you know, the time and stuff we put into recording this. And, you know, we spent probably a total of like six to eight weeks in Columbus, Ohio. Right. Um, <laughs> good thing we don't have to be there now. Cause they got a bunch of stuff going on, but, um, but like, uh, you know, just the recording process and all that, like we put a ton of time into it and all the work and um, it's finally time to like show everyone what we've been working on. And uh, yeah. it's a good feeling when, you know, you know, what you got is just polished. It's money. It's going to be so good. And, we know people are going to love it because we've already dropped a couple tracks and like people are on it. Um, and like, we love it ourselves and we're fans, you know, growing up, like fearless was the label that we loved, you know? Yeah. Um, I think of bands like the color morale was a huge one that I was into back like 2012, 2013. Um, they were a fearless band, I think 2015 or something like that. And right around there. Yeah. You know, you got other bands like pierce the veil that was, you know, they're still on fearless, like they're label mates with us, which is yeah. like, Oh, that's cool. You know, <laughs> me and my buddy did a vocal cover contest once for pierce the veil and we won it. And it was really cool. And like, that was, uh, I mean, just to brush shoulders with all these people is, is kind of cool. Cause, um, a lot of people that are at this level, you would think they're kind of cold hearted and like very businessy, but like right. legit, I feel like all these people just get to where they are because they're good people. And like people want to hang out with good people. Like, you, you know, if I yeah. like someone, I want to hang out with them. And if they're like good and they make me want to work harder and they make me want to be a better person, like why not surround yourself with those types of people? So um, definitely a, a cool culture to be around. Yeah, for sure. And for anyone that's not familiar with fearless's uh roster somehow this will be kind of the last thing we touch on for it yeah. because we don't want the whole episode to just be us you know boosting uh, fearless <laughs> know, uh, right? but no like looking at the roster you have american teeth as it is uh capstan chunk no captain chunk eat your heart out i prevail for fuck's sake you know yeah. like uh like you said pierce the veil still there uh-huh. Until I wake, the plot in you, like there yeah. are so many fucking names that everybody recognizes. And I just think it it kind of flies under the radar. And you mentioned the color morale. They were one of those bands that I think slid under a lot of people's radar. Yeah. But now, like when people hear Garrett doing guest spots on on tracks, see they're like, oh yeah. fuck. Like I have to go back and check that out. Yeah, it's uh they've been they've been quiet lately, but I think they I think they're coming out with something pretty soon. I saw yeah, some, I think they just announced a little teaser thing they were started doing. getting a little out there. I was like, excuse me. Yeah, like, they're a huge influence for us, you know, especially before I was like actually like you know, writing this kind of stuff and really into it. Um, just more of a you know, a fan of it all. I mean, yeah. I still am, but um yeah, they were a huge band that I was like super into and um yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. And that, that works for the segue. Uh, your Parasite reference kind of did as well. But <laughs> to segue over, you know, listening to this type of music growing up and now writing this type of music, The Color Morale is a great example of a band that took 
all this real life shit and made these anthems yeah. and things people can connect with. And that, I see a lot of that in your music as well. Not trying to just yeah. blow smoke up your ass, but like, yeah. you know, that's, that's the same thing is like, you know, sometimes life sucks, but yeah. it's also really fucking cool sometimes. Yeah. And I mean, ultimately lyrically for us, like we're pretty, you know, um, internal, you know, a lot of internal dialogue, um, you know, most of our songs are kind of geared that way. And I don't know if that's just cause I'm more, um, that's just how I am naturally as a person. Like I, I tend to not, I, I hate conflict. Like I don't like, you know, yeah. if, if somebody makes me mad, like I just won't talk to them. Like I'm pretty, I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm not going to say a pushover, <laughs> but like, I'm pretty soft with that stuff. It's like, and like, to be honest, like, I just don't like, maybe it's because I write it off in the moment. I'm like, ah, it's not even worth my time, you know, stuff like that. But then I'll find myself, you know, two months down the road being like, man, that was kind of whack. And then I find myself writing about stuff like that. And uh, yeah, I think a lot of the times um, that with these types of lyrics, sometimes they're, you know, darker themes or a little bit heavier and, you know, emotional or whatever you want to call it, you know, they're pretty just uh, on the nose as far as it goes. And uh, I think for, for us, it's more therapeutic, you know, we're just writing what we live. Um, Me and uh, Jared, our guitarist, um, the one with the long hair, it's beautiful. (laughs) Um, He, uh, me and him have been really teaming up with the lyrics and he's been, he, he's always writing stuff. So I love being able to tell stories of things that he's been through and stuff like that as well. But um, yeah, I think it's like therapeutic for us to work through stuff because it's like able to process it and kind of just be like, all right, that was something that happened. And this is, you know, just processing through it and then be able to work from it in a, in a positive light and to kind of use that to push ourselves forward to that next level. Um, I think a lot of people, you know, resonate with that, with that kind of stuff. Um, I know I do, you know, um, I love, I love my slow jams. I love the feel, um, you know, the, the sad songs always get me like, I'm, I'm a sucker for that. Um, you know, it's just, um, but we do love our ragers too. Like we've got songs where we riff and it's just ripping and like, it's a good time, you know, like we love that stuff, but, uh, yeah, a lot of internal dialogue, but I feel like people just connect with that. Um, and it's a cool feeling to know like, Hey, we've got a lot of people that, uh, we've had people, you know, hit us up like, Hey, I got a tattoo of these lyrics. And I'm like, yo, what the heck? Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not, I, I'm not going to, you know, cut ourselves down and be like, you know, like we know how to like write a song and like write lyrics. Right. Like, we're not, you know, we've developed those skills and, and stuff like that. But like, you know, I, I, I'm a bozo, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, or like if I think of myself, you know, 10 years ago, I'm like, dude, really? Like what I think that people would be, you know, getting tattoos of, words that I wrote I I mean it's just a it's a cool feeling it's a cool testament to just the the work that we've done and and yeah. being consistent with this band and uh to see people that want to come alongside that and, and truly yeah. are like taking it to heart and like living it and it's a part of their life it's a part of their story like I mean that's just really cool it's a cool feeling to to be a part of people's stories so um yeah, it's yeah. this band has taken us to a lot of cool, a lot of cool scenarios, a lot of cool places, and uh, it's exciting to see where it's going. So, yeah, for sure. And I, I think you know, it. A couple of things I picked up on there is you know, on one side, it's it's almost like the imposter syndrome, right? Like, yeah, 
guys, I'm nobody. Like this isn't, you know, I'm no different than you, you know, type of thing. Like, yeah. Yes, you are to some extent. You're still human. <laughs> but then, you know, the flip side of also remaining authentic and humble about stuff and going, you know, that's that's cool that you're allowing me to be a part of yeah. your story yeah. and your journey. Yeah. And it's like I've always had an issue with, you know, having like my like validating myself and feeling like, you know, I'm, I'm good enough. Um, I always, I'm always looking for people say I, I fish for compliments. I'm like, Oh, yeah. this kind of sucks. And I'm like, tell me it doesn't suck. You know, like I, 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 do, the, yeah, and, uh, I do the same thing. I just shot a couple concerts this week and I would yeah. send before I posted any of the photos, I sent them to a couple of buddies. I was like, man, talk about dog shit. Right. And they're uh, like, yeah, no, yeah. no, it's not. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's this weird, like, if I just beat them to the punch, maybe it won't hurt as bad. Right. <laughs> do get cut down, right? And be like, yo, this sucks. And then, okay, if they say it sucks, well, I already, hey, I'm already there. So we're good. Like, I'm not getting my feelings hurt. Yep. But, um, you know, that, I, that's what's interesting is through this band, I found a whole different level of, I don't want to say it's, you know, if you want to call it ego, if you want to call it, you know, confidence, if you want to call it you know, just a validation of what we're doing. I mean, we've been, like I said, we've been playing shows four out of five of us been playing in the band since 2016, 2015. So we have this chemistry and then we brought Kai, our bassist on in uh, 2019 and we've been a five piece since then. And we've been consistent. We've been releasing music. We've been busting our butts. I mean, there were years where as a band independently, um, I did the numbers we spent like $10,000 $10,000 to like record music videos, to record in the studio, to release music, to, you know, run our own ad campaign, stuff like that. And, you know, obviously in the, in the now bigger picture of like what fearless does for us, it's like, okay, that, you know, is definitely a smaller chunk than what they're investing into us. But, right. you know, as a local band, it's like, you know, we busted, we busted our asses to, to get to this point. And uh, I think it's something that now we're looking at, like, hey, like, this is really cool. Like, we should be able to stop and be like, hey, like, guys, good job. Like, this is awesome. Like, what, you know, we, I always laugh, like, I'm like, what are we doing? Like, how do we get here? And it's just been a consistency for us of just consistently pushing to keep it moving, you know, and uh, people see that people want to be a part of that whether it's our management that we have or our booking agent or fearless at the label, or, you know, even higher than fearless is the Concord music group, which is, right. you know, they own uh, a few different labels and fearless is one of them. And we're seeing them wanting to be more involved with what we're doing. And it's just like, it's such a good feeling, you know, yeah. um, when things are going well to just, and now I'm just trying to like, enjoy it. Cause you never know, you never know when, you know, things will just crash and burn. And uh, these are some really cool days for us in this band. It's, it's super rewarding to see um, the growth and just the results of, of all of our efforts, you know, it's, it's, it's exciting. Yeah. And especially to your point, you know, here we are post pandemic, you know, yeah. At any moment the world can shut down and we can be told, no, you're not fucking doing this thing anymore. Right. Yeah. And that was, um, that's, what's interesting is like COVID uh, not to like say it sounds terrible to say it was a, a good thing for us as a band but we we took our shot during that yeah we i remember we uh were flying out we were in ohio recording um a four song ep which ultimately turned into being four singles for us but this was back in 2020 
March 2020. I was in the studio. We were recording in the studio when I got a call from my coworker saying, hey, um, they let everyone go. You should probably apply for unemployment tonight because uh, the whole company just laid everyone off, you know, and I'm just yeah. like, uh, what? <laughs> and so we were in we were in Ohio when everything got shut down and we're like, dude, what the heck is going on? And that's when we actually recorded one of the songs we recorded was uh, uh, Your Misery, which was um, that song when we released it, Sirius XM Octane heard it and they started running it and that's what got us all this attention and the management and fearless record sauce and like that was the song that broke that that's that's the song that yeah. finally you know it we were chipping away and we finally had a song that popped off and people were like yo who are these guys they've been chipping away for the past you know four you know five years and we just released a heater that everyone's like this is sick we love this and everyone wants to be a part of it now we're like what the heck is going on yeah but it was during that time where like no one was releasing music, really. All these bands that had recorded stuff were like, uh, I think we're just going to wait it out because we can't tour. And if we can't tour, we can't make money. So why release the album until you can actually tour again? Yeah. So a lot of bands kind of got screwed out of that because they're like, ah, we can't really drop this music. But then for us as an independent, you know, we didn't play anywhere outside of Arizona. Right. <laughs> we're local. We're playing Arizona. We played one show in California and that was um a mistake <laughs> but like we didn't know what we're doing dude you know we're all driving our separate cars we didn't have like a trailer or a van or nothing like that it was yeah. like all right here we go guys it was more of a road trip for vacation for us right uh, but yeah it was like we released a song when the market was kind of empty right and i think that opened up an opportunity for us we released a song in november of 2020 so it was you know towards the end of the year after we had recorded everything in march um, but when we, when we released that song, it popped off and I think it was cause there wasn't a lot of people doing stuff and it gave us our chance to, Hey, yeah. we're over here. What's up? You know, like, um, and that's, I think that's like, again, another Testament to just us being consistent regardless of the situation. And it finally paid off for us, like the right place, right time. We were still doing what we were doing and we finally got our opportunity where the window opened and we just did what we normally do. You know, yeah. we didn't change anything, you know, just keep doing what we're doing. And it finally clicked. And that's yeah. what, you, you know, as a band you do. And that's what I feel like Parasite's doing for us right now is um, we dropped that song two weeks ago. Um, it was, uh, I don't know what date we dropped it on, like February 20th. 24th or whatever that. Yeah. So today it's been, been yeah. um, depending whenever uh, podcast comes out, but um, yeah, it's been two weeks and we already have over a hundred thousand streams on it. Um, it's, it's our most streamed song ever. It's broken all of our records as, as far as streaming goes. We our our faces ended up on the Spotify editorial playlist for new metal. We were the face up there. Yeah. Um, I think a couple of weeks before that was Ronnie Radke's face was up there for right. Fall in reverse. Like, I'm like, yo, what? Like, that was so cool. Like, all these people are probably like, who the hell are these guys? You know? And yeah. we're just like, Hey, like, what's up? We're here. We're here to play. We're yeah. going to get on the block. So, um, and that's, what's cool is, you know, especially after the past year doing a couple tours and earning our stripes. And um, we really feel like we belong uh, in this yeah. industry and we feel like we can, we can really hold our own. And uh, I think this album is going to do amazing things for us. So it's super yeah. exciting. For sure. And I, I was going to say, you know, based on just the, the few singles that you've dropped, and like you said, as of us talking, Parasite being out for, for two weeks, 
and you're at, according to my Spotify right now, anyway, you're at 124,028 streams as of this moment exactly. So, uh, I mean, compared to like compared to the big bands, it's not a lot, but compared to what we were doing, um, and just like I'm like a very metrics guy, and right, it's not even like a like a money thing for me. It's just like it's it's a it's a weird way to be able to track like, Hey, how are we doing? What's going on? Because I mean, at the end of the day, like I'm very business minded. So I love to see the numbers and I feel like that can help us make decisions on what we're going to do and whatnot. But we, uh, it was cool. Our, our monthly listeners were like, I think before parasite dropped, we're like 70 something thousand Mm -hmm. and now we're like a hundred. We've, we've literally gone up like a hundred. Yeah. You're at a (laughs) hundred. 170,606 monthly yeah, what, like right what now. the heck dude like this is i mean it's just uh yeah it's cool yeah. and yeah, it just and feels like we're onto something really big right here so for sure uh, and we have a ton of songs on this album that like if people love parasite like they're gonna love all these other tracks we got on there like you know like i love that song so much and i know how much i love these other songs and it's like, hey, I'm a fan of what we do. So I know people that are a fan of us as well are going to love this. I mean, it's just going to be, um, yeah, I keep saying it. It's just going to be so exciting. It's it's a really cool feeling. Yeah, no, it, it, it is dope. And, you know, I do, my day job is uh, I'm a marketing director. So like, yeah, I'm the same way. Diving into analytics is the way that I get all the information. So yeah. to your point, you know, looking at the analytics and saying, okay, when we're ready to set out on our own tour, and I know obviously Fearless is looking at this sort of stuff as well, but like yeah. we're going to set out on our own tour. Here's the places that we should go because this is where exactly. it's streaming. Um, and, you know, that's not always 100% accurate. It is what it is. Yeah. You'll, you'll have some misses in there. But on the flip side of it, I would rather work with the information that I have than just throw a fucking dart at the map and say, hey, yeah, we're going exactly. here. <laughs> Yeah. And that's the thing is like being an independent band for so long, like we kind of built that self-sufficiency of like, we've done all, we do, we know all the metrics, we know how to run ad campaigns. We know how to, you know, we know, we know how to hustle, right? Like we, we know how to do this thing. And so that's, what's cool is like fearless loves that about us. Cause we're like pretty self-sufficient, but then you bring people from their team into what we do. And it's like nothing skips a beat. It's like, oh, yeah. we got more people that are just like us that just love this stuff and love music and love the business of it and just love, you know, everything about it is so much fun to us. So um, it's 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 weird. We kind of have to remind ourselves, like not a lot of people get these kind of opportunities yeah. and uh, just to enjoy every moment we got, because like I said, you never know. You never know when the world will have you know, knock on wood. Other things happen. Right. But um yeah, it's just uh, it's hype. It's really cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, so one of the questions I I like asking, obviously, don't give away anything that you're not supposed to. But uh, <laughs> you've got the album getting ready to drop. Yeah. So it's kind of a two part question. What's the song that you think people are going to gravitate to, and then what's that song on the album that you are just like, please love this song. Oh man song i think people will gravitate to i'll drop song names if you guys want to write them down depending when this uh when this drops right um so one of my favorites that we wrote is called suffocate me Mm -hmm. and it is a uh 
it's basically it's it's got a lot of riffs it's got a i mean typically we just write if you got a riff and you got a huge chorus and it feel and you can feel it and you can see it playing out live and you know it's going to be a heater when we play it through that pa like it's going to be right. big, right uh suffocate me is one of those songs because it's just such such a strong such a big big song and the breakdown is amazing and it's similar to uh parasite or uh, if other people have been following us for a little bit, we have a song called Undertow, which is kind of in that same vein. Um, just heavy riffs, big chorus. Um, it's a heater. And uh, I think that's track six. I think. Yes, it is. I'm so, looking at the track uh, listing. There you go. I got you. You're, you're on the inside. Um, but yeah, that's a heater. I love that song. Um, there's another song that I don't. So here's the thing is we... Um, we this is the first time on an, when we write wrote recorded music that we were able to let's say like experiment but we were able to have more liberty with doing things because as, yeah. as a local independent band if we're paying you know like i said we spent like ten thousand dollars in a year just doing this stuff which means we spent probably closer to four or five thousand dollars just to record music right for four songs like do the math yeah. right so like and we're trying to you know we're we're you know i try to get a good deal we try to budget right but we want it to be done well and so um for us you know every single song has to be what do you call it like a single mentality which is maybe right. why we really love like our songwriting if you look at all of our songs like that's something we take pride in is just having great songwriting and i love writing choruses that just have amazing hooks and uh done a lot of co-writing with ashi from Beartooth. he plays bass mm -hmm. for them he's one of our yeah. co-managers and uh, he's super involved in the recording process and uh when you're recording singles and stuff like hey you don't have room to want to say mess around but you got to be you kind of got to be straightforward with it because if you screw around with it it might not you know do well because you, right. you might take bigger chances on stuff and so for this album um there's a, there's a few songs that i feel like we we pushed outside of that like normal archetypes collide but somehow we found a way to still keep it in that like single mentality where it's just a freaking heater like yeah. every song so we have we have one song that's kind of like a pop it's like a chain smokers, like Bieber kind of boy yeah. band. I don't even know what you want to call it, dude. It's going to throw a ton of people off. And I love it so much that it's going to do that. Um, and then we have this other song. Um, it's called Destiny. And it's a very heavy riff, kind of muse, kind of, uh, I don't know how to explain it. Um, like almost like radio heavy rock, like just okay. big, yeah. heavy to the point right and it's got a huge chorus huge riffs um really some a lot of theatrical elements with it with some minor chords and stuff like that and uh i'm excited about that song too because i feel like playing that thing live is gonna literally the place is just gonna blow up like it's just such a big right. sounding song uh, we've got like double track guitars that are like down an octave and it's like gonna done up and it's 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 huge so um but yeah if you want to write write names down i would say suffocate me is one of them and then destiny i think is a sleeper for us i feel like it's going to do some really cool things for us so yeah yeah dope uh you mentioned Beartooth, so let's go ahead and talk about it the tour has been announced yes uh you guys are going out with trivium uh -huh. fucking legends in the the metal scene you know Beartooth and malevolence like 
what the fuck is life? Like you said earlier, what is happening right now? Literally, yeah, you beat me to it. It's, it's another one of those guys. What the heck are we doing? Uh, moments. Um, what's really funny is because uh, Beartooth, we didn't really establish. We established kind of a relationship with, with Ashi um, mm-hmm. back in 2020. He was uh, producing and kind of co-writing with us when we went there when COVID shut stuff down and we were recording. And then it was through that process that he was like, yo, like we got to hang out a lot and kind of build that relationship. And then he was like, Hey, like, I love what you guys are doing. You know, I want to kind of uh, manage essentially right. be a part of this. And so him and then Tom, which is the manager for Beartooth, mm-hmm. basically the two of them are co-managing for us. And so we've had that network of like, Hey, like we've, we've gotten to go a couple of shows. We crossed over. We were on tour with, uh, um, I think it was, was it Amity? Yeah, we were, it was on our earlier last year, um, our mm-hmm. first tour with Amity, and we crossed over Des Moines and uh, Iowa, Iowa, right? Yeah, I, I live in Arizona, so everything is <laughs> right. Uh, I'm in the Robin, Midwest. I tried to so... pay attention to geography. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm in but, the Midwest, uh, so I got you. <laughs> all right, thank you. Yeah, sorry for the disrespect. Um, I'm like it's a Devil Wears Prada song. Um, so. <laughs> Basically, we crossed over in Des Moines and actually, uh, uh, pun intended, I guess you could say, we got to see, um, it was on our off day, we got to Beartooth, Silverstein, Frada, and Era. Huge tour. We got to hang out in the green room with all them, got to talk with Shane from Silverstein and um, a few of the guys from Era and of course, Prada was there and even, you know, Beartooth, Caleb and, you know, um, Will and... um, all the dudes, I mean, Connor, um, Dennis and stuff like that. And they were just such like good dudes. And I was like, yeah, just another Testament. Like, dude, like these people that are doing it are here because they're like legitimately just nice to be around. I mean, there's some bands, you know, they got the front man or a random guy who's just crazy. Right. right. But they write <laughs> really good music. So people write them off they're like, ah, okay, well, we'll keep them around. Cause they're making everyone money. But like genuinely this crew is like so sick. I mean, there's, there's so much fun to be around. Um, even just for that night. And we've hung out before, like we were in Ohio when the super, I think it was the super bowl with Cincinnati and uh, not, not this one, the last one, right. We were recording part of this album and uh, we were hanging out at uh, Tom's place and hanging out with all the guys and Osh and Will. And um, they're really good dudes. So to finally, we've been kind of like, you know, nudging them like, Hey, <laughs> you guys need a, you guys need an opener? Like what's going on? Yeah. And uh, finally they're like, they didn't tell us anything of course until like the last minute to be like so uh you guys should check your emails and we're like oh no and then we <laughs> saw the offer and stuff and it was like let's freaking go so yeah. um such good dudes obviously trivium i mean that's once again what the heck are we doing right right and then malevolence is actually i i i wasn't too familiar with them um until they told us about the uh the tour yeah i started listening to them and i'm like dude these guys are gonna like the room is gonna like literally people are gonna die in these crowds yeah. because they are so heavy i love their riffs it's yeah. sustic um the hardcore element but they still have like this like metal like you know technicality of like shredding and stuff right. like that which is kind of in the same vein of like trivium. So um, yeah, I feel like this whole tour, I mean, it's the biggest tour we've ever done. It's going to, the cap, I think of the venues are like 2000 to 4,000 people a show. And it's just like, dude, like going to be so much fun. And with all of our new material, new album going to be out by then. Like, yeah, 
yeah, it's going to be heaters the whole night. I don't know how people are going to like literally be alive after the, <laughs> after the show, because it's going to be so much awesome music going on. So, and like, I genuinely like believe that because, you know, some people will try to be like, Oh, the tour is going to be amazing and huge and big music and stuff. But I'm like, yo, if I was a fan and I went to that, like I'd be dead at the end of it all. Like I'd be, I'd be spent. Like, it'd be yeah, so it, good. Yeah. It's going to be gnarly for sure. And so, you guys are coming through Indianapolis uh, yeah. on May 26th. So that's the show that I'm going to try to be at. Um, yes. But yeah, like when I saw the lineup, when Shane and, and the team over at Adam Splitter sent me everything, they're like, yeah, check this out. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, yeah. that, you know, elevating like we were just discussing. So it's next insane, level. man. It is absolutely next level. So and we're just stoked. Like, I mean, like I said, this is the biggest tour. We've done two tours so far. Um, and what's funny is uh, we actually never and maybe I don't know if Fearless even knew or anyone knew, but um, we never toured before we signed. <laughs> right. <laughs> so our first legitimate nationwide tour was with the Amity Affliction, which those guys are legends in yeah. itself. The fact we got to be able to um, run with them and, and, and do a full tour was amazing. But um, now that we've done two full tours with Amity Affliction, we did one with Secrets at the end of this past mm-hmm. year. And now with Beartooth right here. And um, I mean, it's just... Uh, things literally just keep stepping up, stepping up, stepping up. And it's like, yo, this is one of those tours that like, Hey, enjoy every freaking moment of it because it's going to be so much fun. And, uh, I think, uh, the team with Beartooth and the booking and like, they're so organized with what they do, dude. It's like, you know, it's goals. Like that's like the business side of me being like, man, like, Hey, we know exactly like who's killing it and like who to look up to and the people in our circle that can help us get there. Um, it's cool to see that and kind of have that little, you know, carrot dangling in front of you and be like, Hey, we're getting a heck of a lot closer to this thing. Like, let's keep, let's keep going. Yeah. It's really yeah, cool. So for sure. And, and, you know, to touch on it briefly, but you know, kind of Caleb's redemption story with bear tooth and everything, like getting yeah. sober and, you know, really moving his mindset and everything has been inspiring to see as well that like, you know, sure. Shit gets tough sometimes and you can stumble and fall, but if you want it bad enough, you will find a way to, to persevere. Yeah. So yeah, that dude's a freak <laughs> in, in the nicest way possible. He, he, if you ever watch his Instagram, he's always freaking working out. Yeah. He's always practicing. He's always, and, and what's crazy is like, he is very, very like structured, uh, which has been really cool to see, especially with like shows and practicing like rehearsal and stuff like that. Like um, a lot of, if you, if, if you're not really like into it, um, public speaking and stuff like that, when people Mm -hmm. do public speaking, a lot of the great public speakers, their whole speech is memorized, like muscle memory memorized because they've done so many reps. And to you, it's the first time you hear it. And you just think it's wow. So amazing off the cuff. Like they've got so much skills. And it's like, honestly, like I'm terrible off the cuff. And I know if I don't put in the work, like it ain't going to be good. You know, like I can't, I can't BS my way out of stuff like that. So um, it's really cool to see his structure and how he does stuff because he's very like, you got to build that muscle memory with, with, with performance and stuff like that. And then to see a play out live and just see the fruits of that is like so sick. Cause he's yeah. a freak. Like he runs around all the time. I'm like, dude, I'm already, I'm gassed just watching him. Run. Right. <laughs> and he's just running around the stage and 
I mean, obviously, like, he's got a sick, like, chest tattoo, and, like, he's shirtless. I'm like, ah, we'll get there one day. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, we've got time, though, so I'm it's okay. I'm in shape. I'm in shape, but, like, I'm a little pale, let's be honest. So uh, <laughs> maybe we'll have to get some ink to cover that up. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's it's inspiring. It's cool to see people that have that work ethic. Ashi is the same way. Um, yeah. Basis, he does support vocals live and, and stuff like that. And all the dudes in their band are, are just super driven. Um you see like Connor on the drums. I mean, he's, he's, he does stuff all the time, whether it's YouTube or, you know, Instagram or TikTok or whatever, like they're all super busy dudes, just like going for it. And so, um, like I said, you want to surround yourself with people like that because it just makes it so much easier for you to do the same thing. So that's what I love about this tour is like, yeah, they're kind of like a, like a big brother, you know, or just the baby bear tooth doing our thing, getting our stripes, getting our feet wet. And, uh, but we're ready to take over. It's going to be, it's going to be huge. So. Yeah, for, for sure. And, you know, I think you guys are on the, the right path for that. So hopefully this just keeps elevating. Um, right. So kind of to, to come towards the end of this here, um, because I do know that you've got, you know, other stuff going on here in a little bit. Uh, I just bought a game to make my ending questions more fun. Oh, sure. So I bought a game called Hot Takes. So I'm going to oh, draw no. a card at random and we're going <laughs> to, we're going to see what you think of this hot take. So, All right. uh, let's go with, with it. Uh, let's do this one. Movies shouldn't be longer than two hours long. Is that a hot take? See, is it? That's, that's how I feel about some of these. I, I flip through them. I'm like, I, I almost agree with that. Like, I don't know that I want to sit there. Certain movies obviously need to be longer than two hours. Right. So, Yes. So that's the thing is depending on the movie, um, obviously there's some movies where like your heart and your brain might be in it, but my bladder ain't going to be there. (laughs) You know, like, all right, can we get an intermission? Like what Lord of the Rings, like the last one, the third one was like, yo, three three hours and 45 minutes or some shit. Like, dude, and there's still an hour left. I'm like, oh, it's almost over. It's like, no, it's not. Um, personally, I love movies, um, like, uh, Christopher Nolan, like I love, yeah. you know, uh, Inception, Interstellar. Like I love the big brain kind of stuff where it really gets you thinking and you start living in that sci-fi world and kind of exploring that. And typically those are a little bit longer, but um, I mean, honestly, hey, I, I don't worry about the time. If it's a good movie, it's a good movie. But yeah, yeah. I don't want to be in my pants. So no, yeah. no. <laughs> that's it's fine. That's exactly how I feel about some of it. You know, like, again, I'm a huge, I'm a nerd. Lord of the Rings is one of my favorite trilogies and series of all time, um, even in the book format. And so like um, when the movies came out and then it was like, okay, we saw the theatricals. Now we're doing the extended cuts. And I'm like, 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 bro, how are you going to extend this? What do you mean? Right, right. (laughs) Are and now now like at 38 years old i'm like oh, i'm gonna watch lord of the rings well i gotta start that at like 4 30 so that it's not yeah, you playing be until asleep, 2 a.m yeah so uh we'll do one more and it is i don't think this is a hot take at all marriage proposals should not be done in public in front of a lot of people dang you know honestly i'm okay with that i'm yeah. okay with that i like that hot take yeah um a lot of people, so I, I'm married, my, my wife, Elizabeth, we've been married since 2015. So it's been a minute. Yeah. Um, and uh, we've got two little kiddos. But uh, when I proposed to her, 
um, a lot of my friends were like, oh yeah, like they like bring a photographer and like have someone take photos to get stuff. And I'm just like, I, I, there's a part of me that like hates and maybe I need to work on that. And I kind of have, because now that I have kids, like, you know, we got to take pictures of the kids, you know, you don't want to miss that moment. Um, but I was never like super big on like the, Oh, let's take a selfie and tell the world, like how great our relationship is, is like, we don't got to prove nothing to nobody. Right. Um, but what's really interesting is we ended up when I proposed to her, there was, um, some work of God. There was a, a photographer there that was just shooting photos. We were at the, uh, we were at the Grand Canyon and, uh, and someone was there obviously with a nice camera and they're like, Oh, and they just took a bunch of pictures and they just sent it to our email. And I was like, yo, well, that worked out pretty well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, it's, uh, yeah, I, the whole social media thing of like posturing yourself to like, try to prove yourself that you, you know, you're as good as everyone else or trying to keep up is makes me sick to my stomach. But, uh, yeah, I agree with it. Like, yeah. I mean, but ultimately like, Hey, if you want photos and stuff, those are fun to look at. And if you want, you know, your family to be a part of it, then I guess go for it. But yeah, but I, um, I think, you know, where my head's at with that is like the, the big, big ordeal, you know what I mean? Like, yep. Sure, proposing at Disney's cool, I guess, but there's a fuckload of people around. If that doesn't go the way that you want, oh, yeah, right. Jeez. So, yeah. Um, so last thing we'll do is the simple, simple outro, man. Obviously, I'll link all the social medias. Where can people find you? What's the best way to interact? Yeah. So, the best way to find us is by spelling our name correctly. So, <laughs> archetypes collide. It's a big one, uh, but it's A R C H E T Y P E S. Um, people always put an eye there kind of like architects, but not don't, yeah. don't sue me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so archetypes collide, um, Facebook, Instagram, I mean, literally every platform we're on TikTok. We, I make a bunch of fun, dumb videos on there too. So yeah. check that out. Um, and then, yeah, as far as, um, uh, we have actually have our own webpage, it's archetypescollide.com. Um, We've got links to our pre-orders for our album, which is coming out March 31st. And then we have, there's actually a link to the tickets for the tour that's coming up, which it goes direct. So it's honestly the best way to get tickets is through, we don't get a cut or anything like that. Right. Like it's just literally, that's like the cheapest, best ways to go through that because it goes direct to the venues and um, takes any of like the middleman that are trying to make money off of ticket sales. So um, yeah, if you guys are trying to come out, archetypescollide.com. And then we got all the links up there. And you can follow us wherever you want to follow us. We'll be there. Awesome, man. I appreciate your time. I'm stoked for the record. I'm stoked to come see you guys, um, you know, on tour. And I think, you know, this is like we've said a few times, this is kind of the catalyst of that next stage for you. Yeah. Yeah. It it feels huge. I mean, honestly, this, this album, like we genuinely believe in it. Like it's stuff. If it wasn't, if it wasn't our band, like I would still be like, yo, this song is sick. Like right. it's not, you try to take your own bias out, you know, you, everyone thinks their kid is cute. Right. Right. But like genuinely, like we believe in this stuff, like this music is so good. And from the response we've seen, um, especially with Parasite lately, like, man, this album is going to be huge for us. Yeah. And it's going to do amazing things. So yeah. Um, self-titled album, first one with Fearless Records, amazing team. And I think this release is going to be, um, bigger than life for us so we're stoked absolutely man i'm stoked for you and like i said we'll definitely uh try to connect when when tour happens and everything and uh you know stay safe obviously with tour but looking forward to it man heck yeah absolutely it's gonna be a good time absolutely appreciate your time we'll talk soon okay
Cool. Thank you. Yep. Later. And that was my conversation with Kyle Pastor of the band Archetypes Collide. Huge shout out to him for taking that time, like I said, and, you know, getting into everything. I mean, what it means to be on Fearless Records and the details around some of the music uh, for this new album. Um, And then diving into, you know, his connection with Tom and the guys in Beartooth and... um, just to to talk to Kyle and you know see this excitement for what's coming to fruition uh, in their lives after working really really hard for this. So uh, it's just really cool to see. So want you guys to go check out that album again. It drops today. Same well, depending on when you're listening to this podcast. It will be out regardless uh, when you're listening to this podcast. So go check it out. It's self-titled. It's called Archetypes Collide. It is out via Fearless Records. You can get it anywhere that you stream music. Um, You can head over to their website, things like that as well. As always, we'll link all their socials and everything in the description of this podcast. So be sure you go, you know, give them a... A follow, um, make sure you're liking their stuff, commenting on it, things like that. Same for the, the podcast. Follow us on Instagram, where we're most active, uh, Facebook. I'm going to start getting back into TikTok with some stuff. Um, but, you know, join us in these conversations as well. And, you know, in the description, or sorry, on the post about this podcast on Instagram, I would love for you guys to comment, tag the band, let them know what song on the album is your favorite, um, or which one surprised you, things like that. Um, It'd be really cool for the band to see that connection and, and all of that as well. So, That's it for this episode, guys. Um, Like I said, go over, check out that new album, Archetypes Collide. And, you know, we'll keep bringing you more and more interviews. I've got several more already done um, and several more that are booking on top of that. So a lot of really cool conversations happening. Really, really excited for what this year is bringing Um, and I'm just hoping that you guys enjoy it. So as always, remember, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and you make the scene.